welcome to the Feminine Marketing Show. I'm your host, Hannah Hermanson, copywriter, retired business coach, creator of the Feminine Marketing Funnel, and expert vacationer. I'm here to give you the lowdown on everything I've learned about building multiple six-figure businesses in a feel-good, feminine way. So if you've been wondering, isn't there a better way to play this whole business strategy game? You are in the right place. Every week, I'll be here with my best advice, trainings, and mindset shifts so you can grow your business with ease, integrity, and so much joy. You can always pop over to dfycopywriting.org to learn more about me, my team, and the work that we do at Done For You Marketing. Now, let's get to the show. If you have ever thought about, dreamed of, or pinned to your vision board hosting live events for your coaching business, like workshops, summits, retreats, live events, virtual events, then raise your hand. And if you are actually raising your hand right now, you are so my people. Like, I know there are some of you walking around and like hand in the air like you just don't care. And I'm with you. Because the number of times that I will be listening to like a voice memo or watching a Zoom recording and I start actually speaking back as though it's a conversation is a lot. Like my husband hates being interrupted. I personally feel like conversation, as you can even tell from these run-on sentences right now, I feel like conversation is just overlapping all of the time. And so I will literally engage and then remember, oh, they can't hear me. And while I might not be able to see you raising your hands in the air because you're excited about live events, I do feel you. (laughs) And I know how powerful and potent leveraging meetups can be for a feminine approach to calling in more clients. It is absolutely in alignment with building community, collaboration, and connection. And today's guest, a longtime client and a friend of mine, Larnell Vickers, is someone who has definitely figured this whole game out. So Larnell has a vast resume, as he would talk about in his world, because he is an experienced executive coach and talent professional within the social good and impact space. And he delivers several offers within his company, LVE, including personal career coaching for professionals, recruiting, and talent placement. And he has been running events in his company for years and is here today to talk about what's working and how he's able to consistently grow with um, both free and paid events for his coaching clients. So if your hands are in the air, please put them down and go get your notebook or pencil or get your notes app ready because this is definitely one you want to take notes on. If you're interested in leveraging, yeah, meetups and IRL experiences to support your coaching business. And I just know you're going to love Larnell's energy and his feminine approach to enrolling amazing people into his company. All 
All right, Larnell, here we are. And I'm actually kind of embarrassed to admit that I don't know the origin story or like where Career Day for the Soul actually started. It feels like it's been in motion and it's been growing since I've known you. But like, where did this idea to host Career Day for the Soul start? Do you remember? Yes, no, for sure. Um, One, I just want to say I'm super happy. Oh, no, you're not. You're good. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) There was Um, a lag there. Go again. (laughs) Okay. Let me actually just change. It's okay. I'm going to just change my Wi-Fi because there is a lag for some reason. Okay. Do you want to start over again? Do you want to? That's okay. I marked the clip. So if you want to respond to my question, we'll edit out these last 60 seconds. Okay. If you're ready right, to respond. Good. Yeah. One, um, I want to just say I'm, I'm super excited to be on the podcast today uh, and to talk about creative for the soul. And so when it comes to the origins, it starts off with what I do in the world. And so I'm a career coach, uh, supporting professionals and being able to land the next role. And so it's myself, I have a team of other career coaches and we're in it with folks to make sure that they can elevate in their careers, as well as um, I'm a recruiter as well. So working with companies to help place for talent. And during the pandemic, we really thought about what can we do to really bring together both that job seeker that we service, as well as that company that we help to place talent for, how can we actually bring them together in one space? And so that essentially birthed Creative for the Soul. As well as Creative for the Soul came during the pandemic. So you can imagine there's a lot of isolation and a lot of folks who are just wanting community, wanting connection, wanting other ways to interact with companies as well as to network with other career professionals. And so Creative for the Soul actually started off in a Zoom room. We had about like 50 people in a Zoom room. And I'm proud to say that um, this year, um, we've launched it four times, um, twice virtually as well as twice in person, one in LA, one in New York City. We've had over 500 touch points across all of our different events. And as well as we partner with, on this last one in New York City in October, we partnered with Grow with Google, IBM, Multiverse, Multiverse, Unbound Ed, and as well as um, Puma. And so it's been phenomenal to see the work and how it's grown tremendously over time, um, really by just answering the call of just really providing community and connection for folks when they most need it. Totally. Yeah, I just... I'm so excited to unpack the event a little bit more because it really does embody what I think of as being feminine marketing. And Mm. that's leveraging community, collaborations, and connection. And yes, you are just the dancing proof of all of that. (laughs) Thank Um, you. And the other thing that I think is so interesting to highlight is how multi-passionate you are as an individual. So Mm. you've got the recruiting side, you've got the coaching side, you have your dancing side, you got so many things um, that you are passionate about. And I love how this event really embodies it all. I mean, mm-hmm. 
and we'll get into how you got people to attend the event. But I saw how it was developed with not just like, Larnell is going to be here and teach you everything he knows. But yeah, we're going to bring in collaborators and recruiters from the places you want to get hired at. And we're going to bring in breath work and also look at your resume and just like how you as a multi-passionate person were able to bring so many different elements that you're interested in or you know people that can help you mm-hmm. with. I think that's really what sets it apart. And I'm curious if that was intentional, like you knew you were going to bring in all these collaborations or if now in hindsight, it feels strategic. Like, did you know at the time? I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. For sure. And actually, it goes back to us talking about when you're first starting off your coaching business. And you were there when I was initially um, starting. And it's very much about the numbers and hustling and getting the folks in and as well as doing your webinars, your workshops, you provide the information. And I knew for myself, there had to be a world where it was bigger than just me always being the main person providing all the information for everyone and for everyone to attend because I'm there. And I wanted to make for a greater impact. I didn't know what that looked like. But I knew that as the business continued to grow, I wanted to have an event. I wanted to have a live event. And this was my first time to really craft what that could look like. And I knew the premise of the event was going to be around helping people to define what their next step is. Essentially, it's the, it's the crux of what we do as providing clarity for folks. And I knew um, long-term that I wanted to be bigger than myself. And so I knew I wanted to have recruiters and coaches and industry leaders and other professionals in the space to really provide value. Also, I wanted to be where people could take action. So I knew I wanted to have companies and recruiters in the space and so that people could land jobs or get closer to landing jobs. And as well as I knew and I envisioned it being fun and exciting. So whenever you walk into a Creative for the Soul event, um, by the way, it's called For the Soul. So you feel the spirit, you feel the energy, you feel the excitement, you feel the inspiration. And I knew I want that to be the place where that can happen. And so um, we do different elements from like music to breath work to um, getting up and like doing energy movements to really help people to really get into their bodies, feel that embodiment and be ready to take action. So I knew all those elements was going to be in the mix. I didn't know what it looked like. And so again, you know, for anyone who's listening, it's all about taking the action, experimenting and going for it, but knowing the vision where you're trying to achieve. And so we did the first one and then we learned from it. We did the second one, we learned from it. And then we've gotten to the point where it's essentially, we have a formula around it and how we do it and how we continue to grow the work. Yeah. Like you said, starting out with 50 people on Zoom. Here we are. Here are the people I know. Here are the things that I know. And then you also seeking so much feedback and having that part of the process, I think, really has helped you grow and meet what people actually want is like asking for feedback. And the other thing that I think you do really well is you do think about other people. You've always been Mm. very clear that you want all of your work to be more than just Larnell. Yet I often hear from coaches in their first few years who they start to hear the needs of other people and they're getting feedback from their clients and they try to become all of that. Like, Mm. oh, we need more mindset. I'll take an NLP course. Oh, and I have now become and I see you doing this so powerfully in your business. I've become an advocate of delegating and finding Mm. other people who can Teach the breath work yes. <laughs> while you teach the, you know, yeah. recruiting side. And yeah. 
And yeah, you had that sort of edge, I think, from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And like you said, not just my webinar, not just Larnell doing everything, but finding yeah. other experts to support your mission. No, for sure. For sure. I mean, it's, it's essentially it's creating community because for the folks who come and who support um, the folks who attend, they, they become a part of the community. They go to our other events or we do other collaboration collaboration and partnership work. And so it's been great to be able to build and collaborate with other great professionals in the world. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get kind of nitty gritty here for people who are listening and they're like, cool. Yes. I want hundreds of people to come to my event and I don't (laughs) want to have to do all of it, but I want it to be truly transformational. Yeah. How do you recommend folks start building those connections and helping grow their event or their brand beyond just themselves? Like, do we start with reaching out to people we know and asking if they're interested? Do we Mm -hmm. put flyers in coffee shops? Like, what works for you in building these connections? Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. So a couple of things this. We had the foundational built-in audience from the coaching, right? Because we're constantly enrolling and we're constantly then having folks join our programs. And we have several programs. We have programs that help you to learn your next role. We have our resume rewrite process. We have our career story program. And so we have clients in those programs. And so we were able to provide Creative for the Soul uh, as a part of those packages uh, free admission to the event. So free we have that basis. Free admission to your people. That's the write yes. it down action step. Free admission free to, admission your admission to your people. <laughs> to your people. <Perfect>. Yes. <laughs> and so they're super excited to attend, as well as we're asking them for referrals. And so don't just come just you alone, like bring someone, bring a family, bring a friend. And so we saw that a lot of folks were uh, inviting other folks. And so you can count, let's say we have 50 people like in our programs, like each one of them bring at least one or two people. I mean, you just already double your numbers. Um, so I would say for anyone who's thinking about doing an event, really probably set, set, set a goal for yourself around I want to have X amount of clients or just people in my community uh, that I can leverage to then have attend my events and then also make sure that they're invested in the work that we do, that they're your ambassadors. They're the ones who promote and share the work to then get folks to come um, to the event. Also, I would say it's always important to probably also have something that your clients can bring other folks to, right? Because it's kind of hard for them to do the heavy lifting work to convince or to have someone to say, hey, you should do this or you should enroll in this versus just showing them. So, hey, come to this event and then we do the work on their behalf to show them Mm -hmm. why they should join Mm -hmm. our programs. And so I think clients really appreciate that. Just saying like, hey, I could just invite someone and they see the value. So Um, good. I want to underscore this a little bit because there's so many gems that people can be taking notes on. If you're type A like (laughs) me, I hope you have your notebooks for this one. So inviting your people, free admission, and then connecting that to invite your friends. I mean, I think about this like when I took ballet lessons as like an eight-year-old and it was there's always bring a friend day. And it was this Mm -hmm. truly come and experience the class for free. Come with your friend. You're more comfortable. You get that actual experience of what is it like to work with Larnell? What is it like to do ballet on a Tuesday evening? (laughs) Um, That is working really well for all of our clients. That's sort of like open house, live event opportunity. And then to this point of, you know, actually asking people to do that and do the heavy lifting for them, it's Mm. such an easy way. Like, oh, you're already coming on Tuesday. Bring your friends on Tuesday to dance class. 
And for those of you listening who are like, oh, I don't have 100 clients. I don't have four programs that I can just reach out to people Mm -hmm. right now. I like to gamify this. Mm -hmm. So playing the who do I know who, right? right? And so until you have those 50 clients who you can just mention it on your group coaching call, it's playing that you know, cognitive dissonance game of, all right, I'm going to find a list of 50 people. Who mm-hmm. do I know who could come to this event or knows people who want to yeah. be at this event and like play some Abraham Hicks and think about people, <laughs> right? Law of attraction, that stuff. The law of attraction. <laughs> shout out, shout out. Yeah. Um, also, I do want to mention one other thing that was super powerful for us with social media. And I know people have their feelings, you know, it ranges. Um, people love it. And some people, not so much, but it was great. And I would say this, like we were able to tell the story of Created for the Soul. People were able to experience it before coming to the event. And I think that matters. That matters. And so having your speakers do IG lives, Facebook lives, um, being able to have your speakers or other attendees that attended before do a testimonial. Me being able to share the story um, or share my why or the origins of creating for the soul to folks um, through social media. And so I, I just, again, I think social media can be really powerful. Um, and I know a lot of people think, well, what should be the content? The content is your event. It's the actual pre-experience of what people are going to get. Expose it, like show it. Uh, so people get value even before they actually even step foot into the event itself. Yeah. And I know this year we had some really sexy B-roll of the venue (laughs) and, you know, you with the chef and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) Do you have any recommendations for folks who are just doing the virtual side? I think Mm. you highlighted three great things, like having the speakers share or leveraging your own social media to like talk about what you're going to be talking about. Um, Building a story and you can do this in email marketing as well as social media background info and bringing people on that journey of what you're up to. Um, And then testimonials, right? Having people talk about how great it is to be in your energy or how your past events have been. Um, But anything else like for virtual, virtual events, if we, you know, because I know people are like, I don't have sexy Um, (laughs) B-roll. Anything that you did for like virtual events specifically? Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, we started off with virtual events. Um, and it was really about highlighting the speakers that were going to be in attendance. So we asked them, can you do a quick two-minute video of like, why are you joining us for Creative for the Soul? Or can you share an insight with folks around what you'll be providing for them at Creative for the Soul? Or can you do a IG Live with me or a Facebook Live or a LinkedIn yeah. Live? Yeah. And people will say yes. And I think people were able to get value and as well as see people in action even before they actually got to the virtual event, uh, which helped just to get more folks to buy tickets and to get really excited about the event itself. You're like being a real person and being in relationship with right. real people. Like this is yes. so groundbreaking, Larnell. <laughs> I mean, anytime I see people or I hear about the opportunity to be a part of a summit, which is basically mm-hmm. a live virtual event that has many speakers, I, I just get exhausted hearing about it because mm. so many coaches have created these really complicated like obstacle courses for themselves yeah. and for speakers that's like, okay, we're going to have this affiliate link you have to use and you have to send this email and this post and jump through this hoop and then we're going to record it. And then we're, oh my gosh, like <laughs> summits are just so overwhelming to me. 
Mm-hmm. But what you're doing is not necessarily making like these cookie cutter obstacle courses, copy and paste this for me and like post this right. for me, but you're speaking to real people. Mm-hmm. You're leveraging your relationships and saying like, hey, would you do a live with me? Or do you have an email list we could write something for? And I think there's so much ease in that personalization yes. of working with your experts, working with your speakers, and even asking them like, what do you want to do? Like, what right. feels right to you to share this with your networks? Um, instead of, again, I'm just like always giving permission to like burn the scripts, do it differently. <laughs> you don't have to like make it as complicated. No, and for sure. You make it look easy. So I'm just trying to pull oh, it out of you. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I would say that the people that we invite and every single person that's been involved, I think, fills a part of what we're trying to do here which is to really support people to do work on purpose. I think that also is highly important because they're willing to share and promote and get behind it and not just show up just to show up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Also, a lot of folks that we, when we first started to do this, were vo- volunteering. I mean, now we pay speakers, but, and it's great that we can pay speakers, but, you know, they were volunteering and they were just really getting behind us in the work and it's grown over time because of that. Um, so, the I think that's that's like really key um, so that people who are speaking are also fully invested and are going to support you in, in getting the word out and sharing. Totally. And back to the like social media piece. I mean, you've leveraged it really well, especially through the pandemic of showing up consistently with your personal mm-hmm. brand and, you know, emailing your newsletter yep. and showing up on LinkedIn consistently and even doing some videos of your real life, right? All those big, <laughs> yes. big things that you did consistently that I think had people cued into your mission. Mm-hmm. But any other tips for really enrolling people in the mission? Because we see a lot of stuff and every coach, I believe, has a beautiful mission. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do we articulate that? How do you think you were really able to, um, yeah, enroll these, not only the speakers, but also your participants in the mission? Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. I think it goes back to vision. You know, when I think it back to when I'm talking to a speaker, when I'm talking to a sponsor, when I'm talking to an attendee that I want, someone I want to attend the event. I'm speaking from a place of vision. Like, this is what we envision. And not just like the vision for the event, but the vision for the work, right? I think that's a different focus point in terms of like where we're going, you know, what we're trying to achieve or accomplish in the world. And I think people want to be on that journey. Yeah. yeah. And they can yeah. also see a role to play within that journey to achieve that vision because it's not just my vision it's all of our visions to really achieve and make that happen yeah yeah and i i your messaging has always been so inspirational and aspirational like we're not just Mm. talking about landing your next role we're talking about the one that aligns with your purpose your Mm -hmm. passion your potential and continuing to use those same three p's (laughs) in your messaging (laughs) but again connecting it to this bigger idea and I mean, you and I share a similar vision that when we're all, all the puzzle pieces of us being in our true purpose fit together, I mean, yes. the world operates in harmony and it's true. <laughs> yes, all the woo woo things come true <laughs> and we all know it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I think the question on most listeners' minds are, so how does this connect to enrollment? How do I get to keep working mm. with these people? Because a lot of our folks are using live or virtual events as really like a lead magnet. Whether it's yeah. paid or free, you have these 
people in the hot seat Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they're getting to experience you and they're getting to see the potential and working with you. So what have you seen as far as moving attendees into programs? What are some of the the ways that you've been able to really maintain relationships and work with attendees in some of your programs? No, for sure, for sure. So I will tell you this in all transparency, this has been a growth area for myself. (laughs) Um, I have always come like in the beginning stages, always just come from the spirit of, I just want a great event and I want people to get great value. And I didn't think about the back end of trying to get them into something else. Um, We did a lot of Creative for the Soul events and people loved it, um, but we didn't see that conversion of people then getting into our programs. That's saying that they didn't want to go into our programs. It's just that we weren't angling it or- I forgot. (laughs) Oops, I forgot I have all these things in my backyard for you guys too. <laughs> right. No, but I think this, no, I love that we're talking about this right no, now. No, for because sure. We all do this. It's like, I'm just going to show up in my brilliance, maybe make a little money at this event. And then, right. oops, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh-huh. And so, you know, as you learn, as you grow and learn, you're like, well, we have so much that we can offer and that we can contribute to folks that attend. And so I really got clear about that because, again, we have our programs. You can always like pitch our programs. But I got really clear about that. And that's when I created the career journey. I created an entire new brand for our community group that will be evergreen and that can continue even between Creative for the Souls so that when people attend Creative for the Souls, they could then go into a community group where they can continue to connect with folks who attend it, plus also recruiters, coaches, industry leaders. They get ongoing events and programming. They can get... Um, group coaching resources and different tools. Um, And it was great. And we actually pitched it at this last Creative for the Soul event. And we've been seeing continuous enrollments of folks just join our community group, um, you know, post Creative for the Soul, which has been great. So definitely, I think it's always thinking about like, what do you want to offer? And like, how does it fit and connect in a very authentic and genuine way? And like, what feels right to you? Because I know sometimes coaches feel like what how do you best do that right like do i like sell from the actual stage do i tell folks to run towards the back and like buy that book or buy that program you know do i send an email afterwards some people to click here to buy this or purchase that and i will tell you this i've tried so many different things and i had to really figure out what's the thing for me mm-hmm. like what's the thing that feels right and the career journey yeah. has like really taken off and has really connected well with our career for the soul audiences well, yet again, friends, action brings clarity. And you <laughs> starting to show up, do the thing, and yes. then find, you know, that's how we find the gaps. And right. sure, you you have your high ticket coaching programs that yes. people can learn about and exist. And some people are the right fit for that after an event. But you also connected that gap of, so people want more of this. Career Day for the Soul is working. This is what they're attracted to. They like the interaction. They like the live component. They like the collaboration bit. So how can we make this? How can we maintain this? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm often talking about the three R's of business, results, retention, and referrals. Mm -hmm. It's like you focus on results at the event. People loved it. Then 
they referred people. We already talked about bring your mm-hmm. friend to dance class or right. <laughs> but then how do we retain the same clients and keep giving these people who already love what you've got more and mm-hmm. more? And right. I love how the career journey is that perfect stepping stone for everyone to keep getting the support that they want in their purpose and their career. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to see that community grow because client journey next step yeah, for sure. you can continue pointing them in the right direction but mm-hmm. i'm glad i asked that question because i see it as such a missed opportunity for folks who think that oh yeah like they'll go to my website after or right they'll be my best friend and they'll know exactly what to do right. after the event like not true not true giving them a stepping stone <laughs> yeah no, okay sure. so larnell for Folks who are like, okay, yes, I'm hearing you guys. I totally agree. I want that place where people can come and experience me on the regular, mm-hmm. fall in love with my brand, get to know what we actually do. Um, what would be just one piece of advice you would give folks before their first their first event? In, or you would give yourself in hindsight for three years ago, starting this journey. <laughs> in terms of taking on your first event, what would be the advice? You know what? I would say that take swings, right? You know, for me, I've always felt that I had to knock it out the ballpark, the first swing. Like I had to hit the home run, the first swing. And that's a lot of pressure you can put on yourself, you know? Like I want the big event, the stage, the lights, the people, like I want the belt, you know, like I think that's a lot of pressure. And I do think that you can take small at-bats that you can build up towards the bigger wins uh, and have your big vision over the course that. of time. Before I even had Creative for the Soul, I did Creative Boot Camp. Um, I did um, different career workshops. I did different webinars through LinkedIn. And those were all small at-bats that really helped to position me of how to run a virtual event. Our virtual events are actually, they're four hours long. three I think three mm-hmm. or four hours long. And people always say that, Oh my God, Arnold, like this event went by so fast. Um, and, you know, sometimes you, you're in virtual events, you're like, oh my God, like this is so long or in virtual. People love our virtual events. I, I do think that it's through all the learnings of all the virtual events that we did not get right, <laughs> the virtual events that were boring and dry, getting feedback, learning that helped us to position us to understand how to create these really uh, in depth, inspiring events from on virtual platforms for folks to really get max value. Mm -hmm. So that's what I would, I mean, I would encourage myself if I was speaking to myself back when three years and anyone who's listening to, you know, to go for it, to go for it, take those small, small bats. Mm -hmm. Yes. All of that reminded me of when I started out teaching yoga Mm. and I sat in an empty yoga studio for weeks before anyone started yeah. coming. I remember like, I'm just going to keep showing up. I'll yes. get to stretch, even <laughs> if it's just me, you know, and I learned, oh, maybe I should tell people I'm doing this. Oh, maybe I should like text some of my friends to just come and join me. Oh, maybe I should, do, you know, like then yeah. you start to like get these ideas. But I love the idea of like setting up that first event of not like low expectations, but just like start the container. 
Yes. Just schedule the Zoom room. Mm -hmm. Show up to that yoga mat, even if it's just you, and then be committed to doing this for some time to Mm -hmm. continue learning. And then one day you will have sexy B-roll and hundreds of people (laughs) hanging out with you and your private chef and your New York City events. (laughs) Um, No, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember even before I did Creative for the Soul, I would do like these brunches in New York City called a soulful brunch. Mm-hmm. And I remember at my first brunch, I rented out this restaurant and I did all the social media, like posting and whatnot. And in a restaurant, like a whole, I think around like 50 people, like we only had like 10 to 15 people show up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so like, oh my, <laughs> all this work and as well as money, time and resources, like yep. poured into this, that we only have like 10 or 15 people show up. And I just remember saying, you know what, like, you know what, we're just going to make sure that the 10 to 15 people that show up, they're going to have a phenomenal time, a great time. And it just helped to just continue to be consistent, to continue to get feedback, to continue to learn, okay, actually, let me implement these strategies to actually increase attendance um, that over time you're able to build and and see the growth over time. And so similar to your story, like, you know, yeah. with, yoga, with yoga, it's just like keep showing up, be consistent. Yeah, totally. Totally. Okay, Lernal, for people who totally want to have brunch with you (laughs) or who are interested in experiencing, you know, some of the greatness that you guys have built into Career Dairy for the Soul, where could they get a taste of this or just, you know, learn more about you? (laughs) For sure. Well, one is if you want to follow me, I'm on Instagram, Larnell Vickers, as well as LinkedIn, Larnell Vickers, my name. So definitely follow me. Um, Definitely reach out. We'd love to hear from you. As well as we're going to have Creative for the Soul happen again in the summertime. More information will come out about that. And so definitely follow us at careerdayforthesoul.com for more information. We'd love to have you there. We're going to have it in person in LA, um, as well as virtually. So if you're not in LA, you could definitely join us online. So again, for more information, just go to careerdayforthesoul.com. Yes, such good stuff. And remember, your network is your net worth. So meeting mm-hmm. more soulful, soulful, inspired, on-purpose people is uh, always a good thing. Yes, so. no, for sure. Thank you so much for being here, sharing all of your wisdom and uh, event secrets. I didn't know about the brunch piece, so that was super fun. (laughs) (laughs) And listeners, I'll be back next week with another inspiring guest who will help you find more ease and joy in your marketing and business. No, for sure. Also, before we sign off, I just want to acknowledge you, Hannah, and your impact that you've had in my company when it comes to marketing. You've been with me for over a year's time and you've supported in terms of like my websites and my copy, um, as well as through high impact coaching. Like you were like my coach when I was Mm -hmm. trying to like start off and get Mm -hmm. started. And you've just been in my corner. You've been there. And so I just want to acknowledge you for your work, how you continue to show up um, each and every time. So thank you. Oh, thanks, man. We make a good team. And I will say you, you know, we often send people who are interested in working with us, some people that we've worked with or websites that we've created. And it is always learned out. They're always mm. like, this Larnell guy, I love what he's up to. I love what you've written. So we make a good team. And um, I appreciate you and being able to, yeah, support the mission that you're on. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Now, really, listeners, I will be back next week <laughs> with another inspiring guest. <laughs> um, but thank you, Larnell. And that's a wrap. 
Okay, so after all that talk, you and I both know that action brings clarity. So here's what to do next. Go to www.dfycopywriting.org slash free to get your current marketing appraised by the Done For You Marketing team. That's us. We want to help you lay all the puzzle pieces of your brand and business on the table so you can see exactly where you're totally on point with your messaging and where you need to zhuzh it up to get you even better results and more clients. And if you got a gem out of this episode specifically, please let us know. Screenshot, share to Instagram and tag Hannah Hermanson underscore and make sure all of your biz besties know about this episode. Lastly, if you're getting consistent value from our show, please take two minutes to leave us a review and let us know what you're loving and what you love to see more of. We love seeing you and we'll be back here next week with another episode.